0: The MOU signified it's a coming together of a strategy on the side of, of Ecobank um, and several other commercial banks um, across Africa, where retail banking is, is beginning to get a new, a renewed focus, um, because cause primarily banks across. Across Sub-Saharan Africa, um, you have a lot of opportunities. Let's put it that way in the retail banking space. So it's not an area where there's a lot of concentration of efforts until recently. Um, so, so, eco, so how this is manifested in EcoBank? There's various manifestations at different banks, but how this is manifested in EcoBank is the is the the, the, the target to grow the customer base from about 10 million today, that is taking about. Thirty years to get to um, to grow that to a hundred million by 2020. But but having 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 that goal is one thing, but having the right technology to be able to deliver it is is the other. So so and that's where we come in. And from our own perspective, we've been looking for ways um, in fulfillment of Mastercard's uh, mission. To deploy, to use our expertise and our technology to make payments simple, smart, And part of doing that is to is to look at the the ecosystem of of where electronic payments get used. So cars will get used in a location that has device. Um, so so years ago we started working um, with partners um, to roll out mobile devices, so so a smaller device um, that that will also accept cards. So MPOS, um, so cho- so cheaper than a 400 to 600 dollar POS, um, and so that costs between 100 to 150 dollars, uh, but it's still significant. And it still leaves out a lot of merchants. Um, so then, what we've done is now building off of what we started with on the on the in the virtual space, which is through Masterpass. So Masterpass began um, on as an e-com solution, but but the plan has always been for it to be omni So it's not just online; um, it's also in-store. So so Masterpass QR is the in-store. Um, version of MasterPass that was rolled out um, um, over four or five years ago by MasterCard. And what this does is to remove the need for any intermediary device in order to conclude a a payment transaction electronically. So, So that has never happened before. Um, you would need, a, a, you know, a device, a POS, as a go-between. What we're saying is that with development, with advancement in development of mobile phones and everything going digital and, and going smart, why, why use a dumb device in a smart world? So, so, so that's why, um, that's how MasterPass came about, um, and and through that. We're able to integrate it into a bank's mobile application so that if you bank with Echo Bank and you download their app, either on your Android or Apple, um, you're, and you're able to set up your account there, or if you don't have an account, open an account under five minutes. One can be done easily um, for you online. And, then, and they, but then you'll be able to have access to pay with MasterPass QR. And so when you get to a store that accepts it, you just hit the button um, for the QR and it, and it automatically turns on the camera to capture the QR code. And and all the merchant displays is the QR code. So no electronic device, nothing. No cost, nothing. Um, And then you scan the QR code, and it pulls the merchant's name and details, and then you're able to confirm that, yes, this is the merchant I want to pay. And then you you punch in the amount um, in there, $100, $100, for example, 100 naira or CDs, and then you put your pin. Then you push the payment. And, and, and this is so different from the traditional way of which payment is being done today through the POS, which is a pool transaction. So when you put your, your card in a, in a POS device, the merchant pause actually pulls your transaction, pulls the money from your account. But with the Masterpass QR, you push the money to the merchant it's a push transaction and because the push transaction we're able to eliminate over 90% of chargeback codes and we're able to settle the merchant instantly the merchant gets value immediately like cash because Mm -hmm. because it mimics cash without the without the cost and the inconvenience and the risk it, it's really targeted at lower level merchants um, mm-hmm. because the, the big merchants can afford POSs and they already have POSs. The, the, the question is, what about the 90% of the other merchants that do not have access to this? Um, so, so the formal merchant space is about 5 to 7%, I believe, of the, of the entire universe of commerce in Africa. So you have over 90% that is... That do not have access to POSs and have not been accepting, and that's, that is who we've created this solution for. And also, the pricing is also targeted to them, so that it's low-value pricing. Um, in addition to the fact that they don't need to incur any expense to receive to begin to receive electronic payments, because you don't need a device to do that. You don't need a device. What you have already, which is your mobile phone. So, so so here, so here's how it goes. So, so normally today, for a bank to acquire a merchant, it's called the process of onboarding a merchant is called acquiring the merchant. Um, It can take anything from from three to six weeks to get it done, because when you go in and then you sell your services to the merchant and they agree, then you now need to schedule them for a POS, and then you schedule them for training, and then you schedule the POS for um, integration and all the upgrades or whatever that needs to be done, the configuration to get it ready. It takes, it takes weeks to get it done. In this case, when, when um, Echo Bank or any other bank that will offer Masterpass in the future goes to a merchant, they're able to once, once the merchant agrees to begin to accept electronic payment, the, the bank can print out the QR code instantly there, right there, immediately. And the mm-hmm. merchant can begin to accept payment, um, and a card will be issued to the merchant, so the merchant will have, like, a merchant card on which the fund, the, the sales, gets recorded. So so this helps a lot in... in formalizing SME sales because when you look at African economies um, the real problem of financial inclusion is driven by cash in the system and cash in the system commercially happens in the SME space so when you're able to when we're now able to really deploy uh, master path across then you're able to digitize those payments and formalize them and all of a sudden all the the sales volumes begin to go into the banking system and then the banking system is more robust and and has a lot more deposits and they're able to now understand the, the SME's business a lot better and uh, they're able to now extend credits which today there's a paucity of credit going to the SME space and it's really because they're dealing in cash and that cash keeps them away from the financial institutions but but by accepting electronic payment they tap into um, um, the financial the former financial space and they're able to access credit at a rate that is governed by the central bank of the country not not outside of the banking system where rates can be as high as 120 150 percent per annum Um, businesses are signing up mobile merchants who do not have a fixed place of business are signing up because all all they need to be issued is a lanyard. That has a QR code at the end of it, laminated, <laughs> and they wear it on their neck. Also, um, um, the 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 um, e-commerce sites, um, who when you, if you when you talk to them, and our own investigation has revealed that their biggest problem um, is not really getting sales because they do have a lot of business. I mean, e-commerce is is booming at growing at over 30% per annum year over year um, in sub-Saharan Africa. It's cash on delivery management of that cash with the delivery people where money can get misplaced or stolen or, or misappropriated, leakages in the system, now every delivery person will just go around with, uh, with a lanyard and a laminated QR code on their neck and, and they can get paid electronically without carrying any device along with them. If a customer phone is stolen, then number one, a phone will normally have a security uh, lock um, to start with, but if you overcome that, then there is a there there is a PIN um, that unlocks the um, um, the banking app, and then to make a payment, there is a PIN that unlocks the the um, the payment itself. So it is secured, um, and and of course, as soon as it's lost, it can be it can be neutralized, it can be disconnected once it's reported. But in the meantime, it, it's secured. Um, it, it it it's like EMV. Yes, it's like EMV chip and pin. That's what it is. But but digitally. So it's happening digitally, but it is it is EMV technology. It's a, it's a combination. So so the penetration of smartphones is about thirty percent in Nigeria. But there's only there's, there's one indicator uh, that you can be sure of. It's on the up and up. So so as the cost of smartphones continue to crash as, as it's crashing, um, these days, it will only continue to increase. But in the meantime, we need to make these solutions um, uh, compatible to to, to future phones. So, and it is compatible with future phones. In which case, you need to in the merchant details on the phone and make the payment electronically, and and it will and it will work the same way. A pin is wired and then it's pushed. And, and it concludes the same way. But interestingly, MasterCard is rolling this out initially in developing markets where it's actually needed. <laughs> we rolled it out in, in Pakistan, actually, um, and then Nigeria is the first, is, the, is the first in Africa and second globally to go. Um, But several other countries are lined up and there are various projects going on right now to turn it on. And this is also the the exciting thing. It's it's actually very easy to adopt by the bank. Um, The technology is is easy to adopt um, in a a secure environment. We believe that this this, this will be a major piece. Of the Of the financial inclusion puzzle um, because uh, a, a research by MasterCard advisors put the 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 incident of cash among smes to over ninety five percent of their transactions are in cash but that shouldn't be surprising because the the, the individual the cash in the individual spend is about 95 to 97% <laughs> as well. As you can see, when the individual is, is financially excluded, the, the, the SMEs are also financially excluded. But when you begin to bridge that gap and, and equip the, the SMEs with the ability to receive electronic payments also also make it easy for the individual to also access electronic payments because in all of this now, we've not even talk about, talked about a card being issued. So, so while so while Masterpass works with a card as well, or well, you don't even need to have a card. Once you have an account in the bank, Masterpass will enable you make the payment on that account. It's a very exciting thing, and it also pulls money also from mobile wallets as well. So so it's a multiple channel digital payment solution: Count, card, mobile wallet. So 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 we believe that this is a major piece. Of the financial inclusion work that we're doing, and and will help reduce um, the the shadow economies that are a big burden to developing markets. One of the major characteristics of a, of an emerging economy is the large size of the shadow economy. Um, in the US, is about is less than 10%. Um, in Nigeria, the shadow economy is over 75%, um, and and that is from research, but my personal um <laughs> inclination is that it's actually close to a hundred percent if not more than a hundred percent the formal gdp so so we're so we're saying that we can actually double the gdp double the gdp of nigeria by just capturing cash that is already trading right now in nigeria and you can use that, and you know, to other African countries. It's the same in other African countries. But but the Nigerian one is very is very staggering because even let's even use the seventy five percent that uh, Professor Schneider, who is an expert in shadow economies, uh, has come up with seventy five percent. Five percent of Nigeria's uh, Nigeria's formal economy is bigger than the formal economy of South Africa. So so we're, so we're saying that. Within Nigeria is the size of the number two economy of Africa. And within Nigeria, without the government knowing about it, without without it going through the formal system, without it contributing to the banking system, without the banking system contributing to it, without monetary policies affecting it, without fiscal policies affecting it, it's just there. So, so we believe that this will really, really drive that growth. If, if you look at the GDP of, of United States. Um, the majority of the GDP of the United States is driven by domestic consumption. And if that domestic consumption was all in cash, the, the, the economy will be less than half of what it is today. The GDP of the United States will be less than half of what it is today. Because, but because the United States captures all of those transactions, why the economy is able to leverage on it, and you now have an economy of $18.3 trillion. But but even in the United States, of of less less than 10% shadow economy, 10% is a significant number because 10% of 18.3 is $1.8 trillion. $1.8 trillion is 82% of all the economies of Africa. And, and And that is in the United States right now, outside of the purview of the government, outside of the purview of of financial services. So 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 financial inclusion is a global problem. It's not an emerging market problem. It's just that the emerging market has it in a bigger scale.